What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. Uh, a few things to talk about before we get really into this one. First one is, so last week was the first turkey podcast that we aired. Um, and that's always an exciting time for all of us. Good change of pace. Everyone loves spring turkey. Uh, and this week, if you don't know, we're going to be talking about it later in the episode. We are getting ready for the NWTF 2020 convention. That is this upcoming week, Thursday through Saturday. We will be there. We'll have a booth. Uh, will will be there. Jimmy will be there, myself, Troy, Jordan. Uh, we'll have all of our new products there and uh, all the products that we already have out. Uh, so if you're going to come by that show, make sure you swing by the booth and say hello. Uh, we'll be doing several seminars throughout the weekend. And, uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, and lastly, uh, y'all can all chime in on this one. Hey, Jordan, whenever he starts that thing and goes, hey, guys, I think he's talking to me, and I immediately go to say something. To like say, hey, Lake, how you doing? And, and then he just rolls off into his open, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't my cue. I'm talking to the people. Okay. Well, we talking to the people. I thought we were people, too. No. Uh, anyway, go ahead. I'm not concerned about y'all. I'm concerned about these people, the okay. people that are listening. Well, I'm, so, going, well, I'm going to lunch then. See you. One thing that we uh, asked to do uh, the last deer episode, we've been asking to do it for a while. We talked to people about getting on the iTunes page, podcast homepage there, and giving us a rating and write us a review. <laughs> And we made a comment. I said, I said, look, the, uh, the most important thing is that you leave a five-star rating and that you just write a review. doesn't matter what you write, just write a review. I said, ver- word for word, I said, I don't care if you go in there and write, Jordan talks funny and Lake sounds like an idiot all the time. Well, I Just as long as you write something. That's why they call this the truth. Well, that's what they – someone went in there and wrote that <laughs> word for word. So, I mean, I went in there because I was looking and said – Jordan talks funny. Like sounds like an idiot all the time. I was like, well, at least he listened. Who was he, it? I don't. They have like a. Was it slated Jimmy Primo? So it might no. It's called like Chupacabra or something like that. They have screen names. Some people put their actual names up there, but that was pretty comical. Whoever did that, that was good. That yeah. was good. But for real. But before we get into the episode, those those I'm, are very helpful. I'm, uh, I'm not gonna talk anymore since I talk funny. He just talked then, so you might as well just keep talking. Uh, but yeah, so I appreciate appreciate you doing that. It was comical, and then I had some other folks come in there and leave reviews. Seriously, thank you. That helps. That helps uh, people find this podcast and get it out there further. But uh, so yeah, that's enough intro. Let's get into the meat of it. So today, still talking turkeys, which is exciting. Uh, today, like last time, Troy is with me, and then Jordan is with me as well. Today, we're going to be talking about bunch of the new products we have coming out this spring we're going to talk about some of our favorite products that we like to have in our turkey vest and then we're going to talk some about nwtf by the way by the way i listened to last week's episode good and y'all were telling some dirty things about me dirty but true not true no (laughs) none of it was true troy Hmm. Was it true what we were saying about Jordan? No, oh, absolutely. No, what, no. What did we say? What did we say that was inaccurate? All of it. Well, okay, you got to list me some right, examples. You, you got to be specific now. Something about turkey hunting. Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> you know, that's true. Be Pacific. Specific. Anyway, here we are. Yeah. No, it was well, all accurate. Now that you're here to defend yourself. So. Court's in session. Let's go with. Uh, Judge Pickle. One thing I do like, so one thing that that excited me is apparently, like in our listener base, like the, I guess the folks that listen to this podcast a lot, we must have a wad of turkey hunters. I mean, like they must be some hardcores in there like because I, that means they're good people. I know. I just think you, got, you got a wad of turkey hunters, but you got a lot of people that have been sitting inside 
depending on what region you're from, right now here in the southeast region, it's been just wet and nasty for the past three months. And deer season's closed everywhere, so everybody's everybody's already chomping at the bit. To like Lake and I were talking the other day about, can't wait to go wake up and listen. Yeah. Well, what what we got is how I could tell is we had a huge influx of like Instagram inboxes and Facebook inboxes, and it was either thank God y'all are talking about turkeys now, or man, now I can't think about anything but turkeys. There have been people like tagging us in uh, videos. There was po- there was people. Here's one thing, another thing y'all can do, because this makes this makes all of our, all of our day. If you are like some folks are like listening to the podcast on their phone, and they screenshot it. And then they post it to their Instagram story to show us that they're listening. Yeah. That's pretty fantastic. Keep doing that. Way smarter than me, too. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to do. You just hit the screenshot button, and then you post it to your Instagram story. (laughs) That's a lot for Jordan. Uh, That's a lot for Jordan. I can't hardly breathe right now. I can't breathe through my nose for whatever reason. I think I've got all stopped up. But anyway, I'm having a hard time talking. Man, you don't need to be going to the NWTF convention already sick because you usually don't get sick until you leave the NWTF convention. I don't think it's a sickness. I think I'm just stopped up with, like, sinus stuff. Oh, it's a sickness. He's got the coronavirus. He's got the coronavirus. I just got sinus stuff. And I don't mean that funny. I know there's some people out there that have it. No, it's It's not. not. It's not nice right now. Got everybody scared to death. Did you? Oh, you know what? We're all up in this new catalog, are we? Yeah. Well, Jordan's in it with his first elk. Like our faces and stuff. Yeah, look. Mm. Oh, I Jordan's must not had it. much to choose from. Lake's in it with his turkey in Florida. Heck, Lake's in it with Ben and his dogs. Look. Oh yeah. Oh, they cropped Jordan out of that picture. <laughs> Jordan's to the left of me. And my poor little puppy. <laughs> That's Jordan just wasn't wrong. There. I hadn't seen that. That's funny. <laughs> Cut me and my dog out of that picture. Yeah. Will's in it. Hey, while you're in that you know catalog. Who, you know who's not in it? Who? Jimmy. Mm. I mean, he's not. They kept it, you know, they kept the pretty faces in there. You don't want well, Jimmy. <laughs> it's hard to get pictures of Jimmy at. That's why they Crisp- cropped Jordan and Jimmy out. At the Krispy Kreme. It'd be copyrights if we put Krispy Kreme donuts up hey, there. While you're in that catalog, dial up to that new turkey gear. Got it. Because some of that stuff I'm. Um, I mean, like, obviously, this podcast, we're going to plug it some, but we don't plug something unless we're excited about it. So well, uh, just just wherever, several, wherever your mind takes you first. What's the several first Several of them we play with. And since we're talking about turkey hunting, I mean, to me, let's let's go with it like we're doing a seminar. What's the first thing you got to do in the morning or to go turkey hunting or, or if you're, you're going turkey hunting? What's the, what's the first thing we got to do as a turkey hunter? Mm. I'm up find the turkey we got to find them i'm gonna try to find you gotta one. locate them and how do you do that without other than driving around looking in the field yeah oh. you know, some people yelping at him that's why jordan's stuffy he's been out yelping at turkeys the last couple of days in this rain trying to get one to gobble you been yelping at turkey i have not been in the woods yet mm. at all anyway what i do like i forbid myself to fall into that trap mm. and and i have done this before at going into the turkey woods with a lanyard on with a pileated woodpecker yep. call, with a coyote call, and with a, a peacock call. And you would think out of those three calls, you would think, okay, the coyote call should make them shut up. Not true. We use it out west a lot. Yeah, it works. Shoot, um, I've seen it, you know, work here for, under certain circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pileated woodpecker, which is a high, shrill noise. It works. And, and on the same sense, almost like a peacock, you know, a peacock, 
can you? It's just a little bit different call. And to try to carry all three of those calls could, could honestly, you'd have to have a lanyard. Yeah. Not that a turkey vest doesn't have that many pockets, but we have built one and got one that does all three of those in the same call. Mm-hmm. I, I used to carry our peacock call, you know, a lot. It's got me out a couple of little jams, you know. It struck a turkey every once in a while, and you think you no turkeys around. It's one of those, like, like I'm not going to say... I'm it's not my go-to. Yeah, I'm saying. Well, I'm not gonna say I'm a peacock at the break of daylight. You know what no, I mean? It's like, not my go-to, but I'm gonna have it in my vest. Yeah, because it's that same kind of deal. Like, uh, I've had the peacock work before. When you're like, well, let's see, you know, and then it works. It'll yeah. pull you out of a. And then yeah. the, I've had a pileated woodpecker sound. I've had I've had an actual pileated woodpecker make a turkey gobble. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> especially a coyote, man. They they'll gobble the coyote. Yeah. You know, I, I I ain't never been a fan of really using one in the middle of the day to strike a turkey. Yeah. But as far as roosting them, it worked great. Yeah. It worked in um. Where were we last year? We found them in the middle of the day, coyote howling at Texas. Them. Texas, yeah. 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 Which, that's a different world. But. Like, to your point, like so, we do have that new three-in-one locator call coming mm-hmm. out, which is I've I've been playing with it some. It's very handy. It's not hard to do at no, all. No, it's not. You just got to understand the different rhythm of each one of those animals and yeah. the, and the different cadence of how they do it. You know, unlike anything. I mean, yeah, you've heard people say, "Man, I slammed the truck door and the turkey gobbled." That that is true. Um, I've had people putting garbage out at the front of their driveway and garbage can cover fall blah, 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 and turkey gobble at it mm-hmm. and there's been some weird things that a turkey will gobble at i'm not going to say they do that consistently but that at a, bugle. yeah at a natural sound um you know why they do that we we have no idea we know why turkeys gobble in the spring but why they try to outdo everything else out there they just want to they just want to be the king of the hill yeah i, I like running them turkeys that won't outdo you mm. Yeah, <laughs> one thing <laughs> few and far between in Mississippi. <laughs> there's there's things that I like about about using a locator call rather than it's the same. We talk about it with uh, elk hunting a lot. Is sometimes if you're in a better situation, like if you say you have it three one call and you decide you're gonna peacock call with it. If a turkey gobbles at a peacock sound, you're not going, oh crap, we got to sit down. You know, rather than if you yeah. were like if you're in a you know, in a tight situation or somewhere yeah. where there's not a good spot to set up and you were to yelp in the turkey mm-hmm. gobbles, then you got a chance that he may be already thinking about heading your way or he may be close enough to where he can just pipe his head up and look and see you, you know, whereas to that might not be the case. That's if you exactly just get him right. to gobble at a sound like a peacock or a pileated woodpecker or a coyote, he's not going to be looking for you. That's right. Now you know where he is and he's not well, you know me, trying I, to see I, you. I love my classic crow. If If I could... If somebody told me I had to get rid of all the calls in my vest but still go turkey hunting, that'd be the one I'd keep mm. because it's going gonna, it's gonna to let me know where they're at. They're not mm. going to know where I'm at, and I, if they gobbling at it, I'm just going to keep crowing and keep walking until I get to him. Yeah. Um, and, and we've done that, like you and I, several times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it gives you a time. I, I, case in point, I could think when me, you, and Kevin went to Alabama. That's exactly that what I was thinking of. Yep. And w- Kevin and I both knew exactly where those turkeys were, but – had we tried to strike those turkeys yelping at them, it took us, I mean, literally, it took us about two or three minutes to get set up to figure out where we needed to be. And had we yelped at them, those turkeys would have been there a lot quicker than they came. We just took our time, knew they wasn't going anywhere yeah. because we knew it was late in the afternoon. They're going to roost somewhere right there. If we don't kill them this evening, we'll be fine. But we struck them with the crow call, checked them again, struck them again, checked them again, and they were still there. So we make, took our time set up, and everything worked perfect. It, even to, like, to go in even further, like it wasn't even – like going even beyond we didn't have to rush like not we like stood there and went okay 
yeah. what is the best spot for us to set up at? Yeah. Because I mean, we looked at two different spots. Absolutely. I mean, we weren't like walking over. I mean, but we were. You, I remember you were like, about that point or that point. I mean, we, like yeah. you said, I mean, it wasn't like a we got to sit down. You yeah. know, it and made smart. No, and, and we picked a smart spot. Let you pick it, and you picked it. You picked it right next to that big shooting house, that old shooting house that's sitting there, mm-hmm. which has been there forever, and it was a natural thing that they used to see. And so when they walked out in that field. They never saw us. Which, you know, and this is like an added tip. Um, if, you, if you're if you in a situation like we were, we had three people. You know, mm-hmm. we had me running the camera, you and Kevin, mm-hmm. both with guns. So you have more people to hide. Where if you if you have, a, you know, like an old shooting house or like a fallen over tree, mm-hmm. you have, that gives you the ability to hide, you know, three people a lot easier than trying to find, you know, three trees. So, you know, so that's that's what I get drawn to. We old had no trees. Like that. Yeah. Yeah, no we tree. was up in up privet. in a privet thicket in that old shoot house, but it worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. It worked. Um, but yeah, the three and one call. I mean, I'm definitely gonna have it. I'm I'm excited about it. That one, that one's one to look at. Well, I I, I like. I'm just a locator kind of guy. I, I want. I don't want that turkey to know I'm another turkey in the world if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. What are, box calls or slate calls or mouth calls? What's your favorite? I'm always gonna be a mouth call guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I don't weird. know what what it depends on what situation because I use my box all the dang time other than when the turkey's getting close. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you do. Have, I mean, you definitely need to have. Now I've used a box call <coughs> sitting there calling for somebody in, yeah. in the mm-hmm. past where you can you know have a mouth call in and a box call at the same time and sound like two. Mm-hmm. But that's what I like that that new fog, foggy bottom call. What I like about it is it's two sided. Yeah. You got two different sounds. The mm-hmm. way that thing's milled is you got a you know a little bit deeper sound, a little bit higher sound on both sides. No more of the left-handed, right-handed call. And what I what I do like about it is is that. And mm-hmm. on top of that, it's camoed on top. That's why we call it the foggy bottom. But yeah. Having those two sounds in one call is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, they come out. They did the foggy bottom box because last year we had the foggy bottom slate, and, and we had that glass. and we had that uh, snuff snuff tube. Yep. Mm-hmm. And all of them were in the the classic mossy oak bottomland. And I don't. There's not too many turkey hunters that I know that aren't a fan of bottomland camouflage. No. So it's a, it's just an added bonus that that box call looks that way. It's got that mossy yeah. bottomland lid. Yeah. Uh, if I had to choose one turkey call to go with, it'd probably be a box just because you can strike turkey so good with it and you can get them in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to do some, like, in the last final minutes, you'd have to be some sneaky stuff. But how many times – I remember several times I've seen Wilbur, like, the turkey closing in, the, his shotgun's rested on his – propped on his knee – and leaned against his shoulder, and he has his box call sitting in his lap, and he's still working it. And I've, so, I mean, it's doable. There's some people that are they're box call people. Yeah. And so we've got two, we've got two new good ones coming out this year. We've got yeah. that foggy bottom, and, and then the we got the uh, yeah the early bird. And it's a two sided call too, but it's made from different wood, which gives yeah. it a totally different sound mm-hmm. as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's made from purple heart, which is the paddle, and then the box itself is hardwood. Um, that that. That purple heart paddle is just, you know, that that wood stems off of no heartbreaker. But I, I like that early bird. Um, it's it's kind of on the same aspect as the foggy bottom double sided box, but a totally different sound. Yeah. And um, what I like about it, especially like more than one, is the key. Well, when I like when we have like a bunch of new calls coming out like this, we all get to hunt together. Like uh, everybody's got something different. Yeah. Like Jordan will be having the foggy bottom box, Troy will have the early bird, and he'll be like, you yup on that one, and you yup on that one. And, and then we'll say. <laughs> any given day, that turkey may answer something different. Yeah. It's like last year in Alabama, not a turkey 
that we killed would answer anything other than my tall timber. Yeah. You know, Bob Walker was yelping on us. The reason they were answering it, it yeah. wasn't because of me. <laughs> but. Yeah. It's funny because that's why, you know, we ask us all the time. Because, like, me personally, like, when if I'm hunting, probably – 80 percent of the time i'm blowing a mouth call yeah. but i still like every pocket in my vest like as many box and slate calls locator calls mouth calls as i can oh, fit yeah. in that vest is what i got and everyone's like why you got that many if all you ever use something you never know what they're gonna like that day come about second week of april I'm like this is getting ridiculous i gotta empty some of this stuff yeah out. yeah you come crunk you sound like a sound like a you know like a You'd be clanking, walking through the woods, yeah. making yelp noises on the, accident. Yeah, I tell you the amazing thing: all these box calls is over there at the CNC shop. Is every one of these box calls are hand tuned? Yeah, mm-hmm. every one of them is set and tuned to to sound just like. I mean, it's set. Those, those Anthony's group over there, those couple of those guys that are doing that, man, they, their ear is just incredible when it comes to having these calls sound like they need to and sound. They've been so doing it a long time. They have time. been, and and when you get it. You know, if you think it don't sound good, don't fool with it because you're going to make it sound real bad. Just yeah. leave it alone, and, and it's going to do exactly what it needs to do. Yeah. And to have a call, I don't know how many go out every year. We used to know the numbers, but to know that every single one of them is touched by somebody and, and that stamp of approval was put on that call to say this call has been tested and handcrafted. And it's amazing. Back in the day, we used to go over there and, you know, try to get our hands on some of the ones that didn't make the cut and mm-hmm. think well that one sounds fine and then you listen to them yelp on one that they tuned that they want to sell or sell out to the to the public and you're like okay i get it now yeah, yeah. And, and if you're not used to that and not used to hearing that you don't hear it but those guys pick up on it immediately and Talk, I, I talking, used to talking about the cnc shop too yeah them guys are doing it like we, you can order custom box calls custom pot calls through our website now mm-hmm pretty cool well you can because like custom yeah like, i'm gonna do i'm gonna get my name on my call so neither one of y'all take it <laughs> i ain't nothing you a get, bit of paint can't cover up custom to bondo. the t no, you, you can't cover it up with paint because it's engraved in it bondo nah. you can put some jb and it's gonna sound bad you know wait see, it see down. it can't happen so I'm, it I, is i mean it's pretty impressive some of the stuff that they're doing uh because I like how they change. I mean, like, there's a bunch of different options, but then it changes with the themes, too. Like, they got different scenes you can put on the box All or Mississippi made. That's what's cool, you know. You think about a company the size that we are, you think, man, all their calls or whatever coming from China or wherever else. They're not. They're coming from Brookhaven, Mississippi. Yeah. I used to, I, I, quite honestly, when I was younger, I used to almost, I guess, wonder about that because, you know, they've always said, hand-tuned hand-tuned and i'm like yeah but are they really yeah. you know I've, i mean that was why i was like oh, really though are they, they hand-tuning everyone or are they in but then i remember the first time i got a chance to go down there and i was watching them do it i was like well golly they really are hand-tuning yeah, and, and, every and it's just one not tuning that screw on the paddle it's 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 sanding the 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 wedges sanding the the angles and, and taking a little bit more wood off of this end versus that and it's it's way more than just turning a, a little allen screw and making it sound different it's incredible and then you got like anthony how long has anthony been doing this forever and then you know, i mean that guy you take like a box I, I think you could blindfold him and not even tell him at, not even say all right it's going to be this this or this you could yelp on a box and he could tell you what kind of wood it was made out right. of i mean he's just got he that knows ear. that that rare wood and he's been dealing with that rare wood for for a long long time just like he date you know when he came up with the rivers cut and that that new pot call that we got and that thing i mean it just it looks like something you don't want to take to the turkey wood. That is the the finest looking slate call I've seen that is. we've come out with in a while. I love how he knurled 
the where you hold your finger on the striker and where it rests in the back of your hand and having that striker where it doesn't roll, especially if you've got gloves on. Most people in today's world, and that's another thing that we got, a great pair of new fingerless gloves that help you with that. But the, the artwork and the engraving on those Rivers Cut box, Pots calls is just, whew. Yeah. That is, I mean, as far as that striker being done like that, that's the first I've seen like that. Yeah, where the finger where cuts on it. Mm-hmm. And then we talked about that when we had our brainstorm meeting back last summer about having a, a striker. And there's been people that have tried to do it where they cut the engrave, you know, not engrave it, but cut a cutout where your finger goes, and it just changes the yeah. the tone. And Anthony did that with these. He, those guys down there, they had to figure out exactly how deep they could go and how much mm-hmm. wood they could take off and put that engraving in there without changing the tone yeah. fr- that comes from that call, from that uh, striker. Yeah. Which I wonder, I mean, there's no telling how long he spent perfecting that because, you know, I mean, he's not going to I mean, he's not gonna do it till he can get it right. And the funny thing is, you know who he lets test it? Turkeys. Yeah. He goes, he takes that, he takes out, he, right there at his house, he goes out there and gets on them turkeys. And he says, I trust them more than I trust anybody else. Mm-hmm. I said, say they're probably a good judge. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, I mean, like all of those things, I know, yeah, like all these calls, I'm I'm very excited about. It's like the when we had the Tall Timber Gabriel come out, yeah, I was all fired up about that. But then there's a whole new couple of things get fired up about. What else we got? We got anything else? The photo up? farm, the new photo farm yeah, decoys. Yeah, the new decoys. We That's tested. been a two-year process. Yeah, yeah, it really has. And, and when we were shooting those those um, wraparounds this past deer season uh, with Lake. With that decoy, you know, any decoy, you get it really close. And I can remember way back in the day, back when when people were when um, turkey decoys were becoming a big deal, and and they were just ugly as sin. If you look at some of the old <laughs> decoys way back when, yeah. but they were, but we killed turkeys with them. And everybody back in the day used to say, man, if I could ever just take a picture of a turkey and put it on a decoy, and people have tried that, you know, a flat flat picture right. on a decoy yeah, kind of 2d type stuff but the way we got it now with 3d full body decoys and the other day when y'all were shooting that stuff i just backed up just i don't know y'all probably saw me walk away and i walked off about 60 or 70 yards and just turned around and was like Ooh. yeah yeah i mean because it is literally a picture yeah it's a picture of a hen that's printed out and laid over the yeah. form of this decoy hen and the jake the yeah. hen and the jake as well quite a bit of doing to get this right yeah because we had i mean like so we had prototypes all last spring, yeah. And we were we me all of us did. We yeah. were calling, we were talking with our uh, Garrett and uh, our product guys and saying, "Hey, this is working. This isn't working." Because what was the first thing we didn't have the the color wasn't right. That and it had a, a had a UV UV yeah. kind of a sheen to it, which we really didn't recognize it until we looked at the footage of it. Yeah. The yeah. naked eye couldn't see it, right? But the footage and the cameras could see it, and we y'all saw it more than that because y'all took it to florida the first mm-hmm. time and turkeys were walking out there and just kind of like what in the world is that a purple turkey yeah it yeah. caught them off guard yeah. and we were like okay this isn't right <laughs> but that's what happened you know when we you when you prototype stuff you mm-hmm. got to take that stuff out and test it mm-hmm. and so we were like we you know hey this has got to be right it's got to be fixed and so we got that fixed and then we did i don't know how many changes they did to the heads on them a they, lot they look good now yeah and the thing i like about them is their foam yeah yeah you oh, know god they quiet yeah that's right. the. I mean, it's very mobile. How many times, you know, regardless of what decoy you have, you know, if you're, 
rather it's it, it don't matter any time of the day you get on a goblin turkey and it's like a, just one of those still days yeah still and there's nothing worse if you're trying to set a decoy up and it's rattling and the steak's making noise oh, yeah. and it's crunching whereas like this thing the foam is made out of it you don't have that yeah, you don't have any risk of it that. is way quieter than any other decoy i've ever been around yeah. and it also has a great memory system yeah and too. also being foam you can you can fold it up pretty small mm-hmm. so it, it, it's it's easy to carry and, and set up really quick. Actually, it, yeah, it won't bend yeah. or anything like that. So I'm very excited about those. That's that's some of the that's some of the new stuff. We got a couple of other things that have been changed and worked on, and man, uh, throwing a mouth call in. I tell you what, as far I'm, as products go, the thing I'm most fired up is that face mask and them gloves. Yeah, <laughs> I've been, I've been, you know, I've been wearing my the same old raggedy prototype. Jo- Jordan's just glad he found a face mask he can he can take a dip in and not have to cut a hole in it. <laughs> it fits my big old head. Well, how many? <clears throat> turkey hunters do you know that they buy a pair of gloves the first thing they do is they take a pocket knife and cut the fingers off yeah, they and then they come unsold and they fall apart and then they throw them away they last mm-hmm. about two weeks and all stitching falls out of them so now these come pre-cut yeah but not that they come pre-turkey hunter cut you ain't got all five fingers out you still yeah. got full finger coverage yeah. on the pinky and the uh ring finger that's yeah. it you got your your calling fingers exposed and yeah. shooting fingers already pre-sewed and cut like that so it's it's nice. I love that new three quarter mask with the metal across the front, where you you know the one that goes across your face. And yeah. Kind of so I'm a fan of the half. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? The Half my favorite. Well, that's what basically those proto. I mean, shoot, those the half mask prototypes we've had for the past two springs. Yeah, I've been well. I've been wearing that same. You know, my grandma chopped one up and made one for me like that, like five six years ago, and I've been wearing it. We got some prototypes made here, and I like it. Yeah. Well, the thing that's so. Like a lot of the old style mask that that you just kind of grew up wearing, the cloth you know that goes around your eyes, you have that piece that goes down the yeah. center that runs down your nose, and you always can you get kind of used to it, I guess, but you always can see that piece of fabric right in you know in line with your nose between your eyes. Whereas this, you got that wire going around right where your eyes are. Not only do you not have that piece of material right there in your eyes, but you can form that thing however you want. It fits perfect. Yeah, that's that's probably. I mean, because no matter if we're talking about calls or whatever, if you're turkey hunting, you're going to use your face mask and your gloves every single time. And I can't stand wearing a face mask um, face mask that is not comfortable. Yeah. Well, them tight ones give me a bad headache. Oh, yeah. gosh. I, you can't move. You can't see. I mean, you got to have something that you feel confident in, your head, but plus it's very comfortable. Yeah. So and I think th- we've done that with these. Yeah. So believe us when we say these new face masks and these new gloves are legit. Yeah. Very, very legit. I mean. That'd get me some underwear made out of that material. We'd be, <laughs> we'd be Ain't seeing. no doubt. <laughs> fine, stretchy stuff, oh, whatever man. it is. Yeah. They're comfortable. Matter of fact, I think I'll just use Jordan's face mask for my underwear and see if it works. I get back to you it. You don't want my old one. That thing rank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. NWTF convention coming, boys. Yeah. So and so it's like dove season opening up in September around here. It's like the automatic kickoff to now you can think about turkeys, which you know we've been thinking about turkeys, but now's the time. Yeah. I was talking earlier about. I forbid to fall into that trap about going in the woods. It ends after that. <laughs> Starting after NWTF, you're allowed to go scouting. Well, it ain't going to be long after NWTF. <clears throat> we'll be heading to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, this is why I say I don't. And, that, see, I told you I'd say these kind of things when Jordan was sitting right here, right? Sure. So, like, this past deer season, this place that me and Jordan had to hunt on, 
we were out there hanging some stands one day and Jordan goes, let me know. I'm not going to put a single trail camera out here because I knew if I put a trail camera out here and I got a picture of a big buck, I'd get obsessed. I can't do it. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to hunt old school. Less than a week later, I get a text from Jordan. A, he sent me a trail cam picture of a deer. I said, where'd that come from? Now, you know why he told you that? Because he didn't want you to go put none of it. <laughs> you was thinking, okay, well, if Jordan's not going to do it, I'll just kind of stay out of the area and leave the pressure off. But I can't he stand did that it. so you wouldn't do it. No, but I said, it's but just I can't stand it. But that's why I said, I said, hey, what happened to no trail cam? I couldn't help it. Can't I got I can't help it. No, I told you. I say this stuff when he's sitting right here. I ain't, I ain't bad. Well, I'm bad mouthing him, but I'm doing. At least I'm not doing it behind his back. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. I'm gonna get it. He's gonna tomorrow. We're gonna be like, where's Jordan? He's not coming in. He's to got work? ADD. You know what that is? What's he that? wants to know all these deer. All these deer. Yeah. Like tomorrow, he's gonna not come into work on time. He's gonna be like, I was just making a loop, see if I can find any turkey sign. I ain't doing it this year. Not going out there till after NWTF convention. Um, so one thing, one two things I want to highlight about NWTF convention. One, all of these new products that we just talked about and more we will have at the booth. We're also going to have, we talked about the custom meal shop. Mm-hmm. We're going to have, have we the ability. We will not have Rivers Cut Pot. We'll not have Rivers Cut they're, Pot. Okay, They're fair so enough. special made, they take a little longer to make, so we don't have enough to bring. Fair enough. Thank you for thank you for correcting me on that. We will have the availability to order directly uh, custom mill shop stuff at like a, we'll have like a kiosk or something set up right there at the booth and someone to help help guide you through the whole process. If you order it 15, there? I think. 15, 15 if you order it there, and, and then 10%, we're going to have a 10% deal also if you order it like before yeah, or whatever. At yeah. some time or another. But if you get it at the show, you get 15%. If off. you come to the booth and uh, give us your email address, I and believe. And hug Jimmy and give him a kiss. Bring Jimmy a donut and put in your email address. I think you get some type of discount on our custom stuff. Yeah. I don't know what I mean. I feel like if they hug and kiss and Jimmy, they will all hold them. We should pay them probably. Yeah, we should give them money. But anyhow, you could slap Jimmy. But still, yeah, come by the booth. There's gonna be because you know show specials, all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, and then two, this is important to highlight. If you've been to NWTF before, like we, like all of us have, then you are used to the show being Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. That is not the case this year. A little different. Yeah, it is Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how this works. I think yeah. it'll be good. I think so, too. It's going to be real good. Sunday's always been a kind of a, you know, even though even though Nashville's not truly, say, in the Bible Belt region of yeah. the South, um, you know, think about it. Most By the time everybody goes to church or they got something going on on Sunday, and then they go out and eat supper or lunch or whatever. And then they come to that event and it closes early on Sunday. Heck, by the time they get there, it's time for it to shut down. And we all know Saturday's always been the craziest day of all there. So I think opening on Thursday is going to give the people that may, you know, want to just come in there and dabble a little bit and then can come back on Friday or Saturday. So yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited about it because it gets us home on Sunday. Yeah. I think it starts Thursday at 11, 11. a.m. Yeah. And it runs till that evening, 5, 6 o'clock. And then uh, doors open at 8.30 on Saturday or Friday. Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Don't I'm give gonna, me the line. No, I'm going to pull it up Man, while that we're sitting here. you're going to have to get up early for so we can get. I'm going to get the exact times. America, can, no, not conservation convention. There it is. Uh, I, I got the whole packet in my office. I, I should be able, if our internet acts right, I'll be able to I pull can't it get up. Walking there right now. Yeah. 
so. schedule of events. Um, but it'll be a fun time. It always is. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna do some seminars in the kids' village. Us three, and then Wilbur and Jimmy, and we're gonna do some seminars. Doing a doing a really cool seminar, uh, Will and Jimmy, and I think we'll all be involved at some point in time. Well, you're gonna be in on it. Well, for I sure. will, but it's it's you gotta keep Will and Jimmy in line. Somebody has to. Well, Jimmy's having. I mean, Wilbur's having a tough time walking after his foot surgery, so we don't know if he's gonna be able. We had to roll him in or drag him in, one or the other. But the seminar is going to be on, um, the, the, the title of it is The Mistakes Turkey Hunters Make and How to Correct Them. And Lord knows we've made a pile. Mm-hmm. And never will cease. No. Just hope not to make the same and that's twice. Why, yeah, and that's why I disagree with some people um, that aren't big turkey hunters or the ones that'll tell you, yeah, I don't hunt them turkeys. Every, every one of them look the same. Well, And they're all they, stupid. They're, they so, might, they're too easy. Yeah, they might look the same, and they may seem easy, but, man, every, every, every hunt I've ever been on is different based on terrain, based on, based on geography, based on the turkey itself, based on the weather. Every hunt is different, and, and a different tactic or a different way of doing things to to get on that particular bird is always mm-hmm. something different and so the mistakes that that we've all made and all turkey hunters um we're going we're gonna to share some of that and share some how to correct some of it and what we do different and and then there's also going to be some some really fun stuff and funny stuff uh that we're going to share as well that, always that make people really look at who we are and go so so you guys are like for real like what uh, that does happen to you what jimmy tell you he said he couldn't be in that seminar yeah i told jimmy we were doing a seminar on the mistakes that turkey hunters make and he said well ain't no sense in me coming there because i don't make any <laughs> like holy moly i've got some footage i could add to that remark yeah well that's going to be in there well there's footage that you could add to me too but i'm not going to tell there's, you i'm perfect there's going to be you footage. Know? there's footage of all of us in there trust me <laughs> Ooh, don't rush the shot put your head yeah. down on your gun put your head down on your gun yeah, if right. you don't that's he's right. going to fly away one of not the, flop one of the newest um don't do's or if you want to call it mistakes that people make um and I and I, I see a lot of this now, especially in our group. Um, we're all guilty, but sub, several are guilty more than others, um, especially in turkey hunting. Deer hunting is bad, but turkey hunting it could get real bad, especially on those mornings where you're sitting there and turkeys shut up or got a little quiet, and you get a little content, and you you get bored or whatever. The first thing, what's the first thing everybody does nowadays? Get out the phone. Get out their dang cell phone, and they start looking at this and posting this and checking on this. I don't ever do that. And the first time you do that, you look up, and he's standing there looking at you, going, and I'm like, so, you know, being patient, and in in being patient, use your eyes and your ears, not for your cell phone. Use them for turkey hunting. I never get on my phone. No, not not a problem for me. You wouldn't do that. Yeah. Taking Lake's phone away from like taking a rattler from a kid. I get it. I don't know, man. It's a it's an unhealthy. But you do ha- you do handle a lot of our social media. But well, that's where it started. But I then know. it just came to the I point know. where it was just out of habit. Because I'll catch myself sometimes. I'll just be scrolling through my phone, and then I'll, it's like I'll come to, and I'm like, I'm not even doing anything. Yeah, like I'm just, just kind of mindlessly going scrolling. through the motions. Yeah, we'll yeah. have you in rehab before long. That'd be fine. As long as it helps me, that'd be fine. But anyway, we'll have fun. That's gonna, the, the, the convention itself is always fun. What I love about it is going back and seeing all my friends and, mm-hmm. and talking to the people and hearing the stories. And I'll never forget last year there was this one lady that came to the booth with her husband. And 
she she just walked up and she just she just put her hands on on the desk and she did straight like that she looked at me she says i'm going turkey hunting this year for the first time and let me tell you what i've done up until this point she had done some scouting she was deer hunting and this yep. that, and the other yeah and the husband sat there and never said a word all he did was open up his wallet and fork out money for her to get the stuff that that she felt like she needed and that we also told her what she needed well good i hope she comes yeah. back by the booth. and then we talked <laughs> no, and, and then we taught her we, we showed her how to use a call and we showed her certain things and gave her some scenarios and uh about i'm, I'm gonna guess somewhere around mid-april got an email from her that she had killed her first turkey that's awesome and she was she was just so fired up and and I really believe at this point in time, my husband probably like, well, I don't know if I should have introduced her to turkey hunting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, that is, that's probably one of my favorite things about that show is, is one, one, I mean, all of us, all of us like talking turkeys, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. all of us love talking turkey hunting. And so I love it when folks come up to the booth and they have a turkey hunting story, you know, that really, you know, that's well, always they, fun. Most of them usually start like this. If they don't kill them, most of those stories start like this. Well, I got this turkey, and when you hear that, it's like, all right, this is going to be uh, 30 minutes right here. We're yeah. going to sit here and talk to this fella, and he's going to tell you what he did, how many times he yelped, and, and you know what? That's his, fine because— His name's Elijah because he yeah. lived forever. And for me, when you when somebody's telling you a story like that, as a turkey hunter, you're envisioning where they're at, what mm-hmm. it looks like. Mm-hmm. You Even though you wasn't there, you're almost like, man, I can envision what this guy was up against. And then, then when they get done with the story, they look at you and go, so what do I do different? And you're like, man, I, you know, I don't know. I tell you what, uh, is that turkey still alive? Well, yeah, well, um, I don't know what to tell you, but what's your phone number and where's that turkey at? <laughs> I don't know. It's just fun to hear those stories because you're hearing it from so many different people all over the country. It's uh-huh. not just people from right there in Tennessee. No, no, it's all over. You remember <laughs> that, that um, African-American girl that came to our booth, a little young girl? Yeah. And she was from New Jersey. New, New Jersey. Yep. And she was like, she was a a nut when it comes to turkey hunt. She was like, "I'm I'm doing it. I don't care what anybody says. I'm eat up with it. I've never done it, but I'm doing it this yeah. year." And I, I'm just hoping she comes back. Which has been that's probably been. Uh, and she, she got like that from watching YouTube videos and about the, the podcast and is what is what started yeah. it. Is yeah. that's what I was gonna say? That's probably been honestly. That's probably been one of the most rewarding things going back to this show. Is ever since we started this podcast, we're in our third year now this is our this is the, our third spring mm-hmm. that we've been doing and uh the amount of people that have come up and talked to us and said something about something related to turkey hunting and something that they get gathered from mm-hmm. the podcast that's I, that's probably my one of the most rewarding things about well, that show what i like about a podcast and I'm, I'm still old school but a podcast is something you can do while you're driving a podcast is something you can do while you're cooking a podcast is something you could do while you sitting in the backyard you don't have you could be doing something and still listen to it don't have to sit there and watch it yeah and and still again get the information that you want and we don't have any time constraints yeah we could sit here and ramble for five hours if we wanted to we're not going to but we could you know there's you just kind of you can go into as much detail or as little detail as you want which is kind of it's kind of the beauty of it i think talking about podcasting in WTF, we're doing one there right we're doing a Lord willing, if it all comes together, because last year we were supposed to do, we were supposed to stream a podcast live from the show. We couldn't get it to work because of the, the service, but we are planning on doing, thank you for reminding me of that. We're planning on doing, uh, it's going to be like a seminar, but we're going to record it. It's going to be a live Q&A. Yep. We're going to have all of us up there. We're going to have uh, all of our 
podcast gear set up to record and we're going to have an extra mic running to the podcast soundboard and we're going to have whoever whatever take turns get in line whatever they can come up and ask any question doesn't matter what turkey questions deer questions i don't care what they are probably going to be mostly turkey questions but a live q a style podcast that we're planning on doing i think on friday right i think friday Pretty sure. I think it's like fr- I can find out. I think for it's sure. Friday around lunch. Yeah, some, like sometime, Friday at like one. Between 11 and 2, sometime in that area. Yeah, but that should be really, really fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Um, and while we're on the subject, while we're going to forget, this has not been, I can't give out too many details yet because I don't know them yet. Ben just came to me with the, uh, with the idea like yesterday. But stay tuned because leading up to turkey season we're planning on doing some giveaways like every, with every podcast episode okay. like i said don't really know no you can't enter jordan but we're gonna be giving away some turkey calls and stuff um strictly for folks that listen to the podcast so okay. you got that got that hey, coming I'm thinking up. about this on the way it worked today about talking about podcasts and, mm-hmm. and giving away things why don't we do like a like a primos trivia kind of like jeopardy deal where i would lose Huh? <laughs> I would lose. I can't remember any kind of dates or anything. No, it, well, it don't. It don't even have to be dates. I mean, it could be something simple like which, which Jimmy's favorite brand of donut, Krispy Kreme. Any. Well, it could be one or two. Yeah, I don't think he little, has a favorite, does he? Well, he loves Krispy Kreme donuts, but he's a little Debbie nut. You know, he's, he gets yeah. the uh, one of the one of the little <laughs> Debbie dealers comes to the NWTF convention and brings him a case of those little Debbies. Remember? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And he'll get that again this mm-hmm. year, and he'll make sure it goes straight to his truck. Mm-hmm. But I was just wondering if we could do some trivia stuff, especially through the you know when it got to do with the True Series or what has <sighs> happened in the in in the past, all the way up to 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 this date that we're living in now. So I'm sure you could. Because yeah. I'll be honest with you, there's people that come to the booth at times and they'll say, man, I remember that hunt on such and such video and such and such and this deer and y'all with this. And I'm like, mm. I remember it, but I don't remember when it was. <laughs> I can't. Half of them I can't remember. They run together. They do run together after a while. Well, it, it, you do it so much and it, it's amazing to me. Like this year, we're going turkey hunting to Todd Rogers in Oklahoma. I thought we went there last year, and that's been two <laughs> years ago we've been there. That has that's been two fast, years ago, hasn't it? That's how fast life goes by, boy. Um, the thing that amazes me about the fan base and, and you know, what we all do is, is how much we, and we know it now because of social media, but how much what we all do in this industry and for a living through primos and, and TV and social media and how much you touch people's lives and how much they come and how many people kind of live vicariously through what we all do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then when you get to hear those stories about how you've encouraged them or whatever, it just, it gives you, gives you another reason to say, I got to get up and do this again tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. And, and it, cause honestly, think about it. it. It does get tough doing what we do. It can, you know, I mean, you start, yeah. you start, you start hunting in the very first of September and we don't, quit till last week yeah and and it's a constant grind all the time yeah i'm not complaining no it's 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 a job but to know that those people are out there waiting weekly to see what we bring into them next and what we're doing next and then with the dvds going away that kind of upset a little bit of a little few people and over over the years especially the older generation that doesn't have you know the social media um guru thumbs as you want to call it but sure 
to to know that we can bring that to them now uh, in a YouTube format and still share those things. Mm-hmm. It's just, to me, it's just incredible. It's an, it's an incredible format and an com- incredible platform that we've been blessed with to, to be able to, to come into somebody's house on a weekly basis, a daily basis, and in today's world, dang near a, a click away from sharing something with somebody else. Yeah. Well, see, to me, like, just being brutally honest, which is what we do on this podcast, like, I, I've always – even when like it hearing stuff like that you know like you said like the knowing that people live vicariously through what we do or you know and say you know man i wish i could do that it it takes those uh those days that are hard and makes me go like okay you like you need to realize how blessed you are and and you need to (laughs) like you need to realize how blessed you are talking to myself and like i have to like I, the one thing I always try to do is like not, not ever let this get normal feeling to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So whereas like uh, when I was like twelve watching Primo's videos, I'd said I'd given my right right arm to to do this. <laughs> so yeah, and that's and that's I, that's the way I want to keep. That's the way I want to stay. You know, you don't want to ever get like to where this is just old hat. You know, like you don't want to be like, well, yeah, we're going to. Oklahoma Tides to go turkey hunting this year like no like we're going to Oklahoma to Todd Rogers to go turkey hunting man how awesome is that you know yeah. you know what I mean keep the energy there because I mean how ble- I never feel like I'm deserving of it and that's how I want to stay no. just want, I feel like I'm just thankful for it and that's 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 the way I want to want to keep at you know what I mean well, we, it's that happy medium the, the thing is is we we know who's out there who's who's got the much grander plan I'm just thankful to be a part of that plan mm-hmm and and hope that I can keep my mind and my eyes and my focus on what the big plan is. And we, you know, it's it's nothing lasts forever, uh, but goodness gracious at the at the memories that we've made in doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just hope and pray that when I get old and decrepit and I can't go no more, and somebody like you two young pumpkins will drag me through the woods and. <laughs> Whether y'all roll me out or do something, just bring me hunting. The only thing about that, when you get old and decrepit, we'll be old and decrepit too because we ain't that far apart. <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah, I'm old enough to be y'all's daddy. We'll be a, uh, we'll, uh, I don't know, we'll make like a all-terrain wheelchair. By the time tires. y'all, by the time, it, I hope by the time it gets to that, we'll be like, our ET, our EVs, our Polarises will be like, like the Jetsons just... <laughs> <laughs> just fly over there and check just them out. Just set you down at the tree. I mean, we're doing that now. With Who would ever thought we'd be flying around with drones, getting yeah. aerial footage of areas that we're hunting. And yeah. What a great tool to scout with, eh? <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it's it's a fun time. It's a fun time of year. Uh, that show is going to be a fun time. It always is. Uh, are we leaving anything out? I don't why feel like is, we've left anything no, out. No, we ain't left. But the one that, why, why is turkey turkey hunting so near and dear why is it such an addictive mm. passion because they are evil they're mean well only here though only here they can be mean anywhere you know what i mean though they're always they're consistently mean here they, it, it's because it's a competitive sport it's you against that turkey see i don't maybe for you for i'm me, not i'm not saying i'm not saying that's that if that's for you then then that, for that's, me it's fooling him you know that's you're, yeah. you're, you're competing against him you're competing against his hands it's, it's a competitive sport see like for me it's i don't know what it is like it's i i 
from the first, literally from the first turkey vi- hunting video that I watched, it was a primo. It was Primo's Truth Twelve, the double stack VHSs. And the first time I wa- I had no concept of turkey hunting, yeah. other than I knew people turkey hunting. I had no concept of what the whole game was. The first time I watched the hunt, I was like, "That is cool." Yeah. Just the thought that you know, because all I'd ever done at that point was dove and deer hunt. And so I, you know, and you call deer some, you know, but the the calling in deer hunting is not nearly as intimate, if you will, yeah, as turkey hunting is. I mean, like you are communicating with well, that animal. You do, you make, you're trying to make that turkey do something he's not supposed to do. Unlike deer hunting, if you're going at a deer, he'll come to you because yeah. that's what he's going to do. But if you you yelp into a wild turkey, you're trying to make you're trying to reverse Mother Nature. You're trying to make that turkey do something God did not intend him to do. Exactly. For, for me, the whole thought that I was like, wait a second. The thing that I'm hunting is talking back to me. Mm-hmm. That was, I was like, that's something. And then from the first time, and I talked about it last time, when I was at the Mahaffey's place, the first time I heard a turkey gobble, it was like no, there was no second guessing to it. I was like, I'm I'm diving into this. Yeah. It's like I didn't have a choice. And if turkeys didn't gobble, we probably wouldn't hunt them. I mean, we probably would, but not like we do. It, it wouldn't be, be it fun. wouldn't be as addicting. No, cause I mean, well, think about it. Think of the same thing as elk hunting. You, you know, elk hunting and turkey hunting are so similar. Uh, outside of dealing with the wind um don't get me wrong i've killed some elk with rifles and i've killed them in november and it's it's okay it's fun mm-hmm. um it's it's got a bit of a challenge because you're trying to basically you're trying to work around a herd rather than just one animal yeah um but if an elk i mean if i have my rathers hunting the rut versus hunting an elk in november or late season i'm, I'm gonna the take rut. the rut every right. time same reason yeah. same reason i mean a lot of people hunt turkeys in the fall but the vast majority are spring turkey yeah, and the people that do do it in the fall if they do it right you you still calling them yeah. they bust the flock up and you call them back and or you do it with dogs like mm-hmm. they do up in the northeast there's ways to do that and, yeah. to, and to keep it fun but if sure you know, i've had people ask me that you, you fall hunt them I, you know i've done it um they said, really? How'd you do it? I was like, well, I shot one out of the tree with my bow back in 1978. Yeah, I mean, I've shot <laughs> a, a couple in Illinois when I was deer hunting. You know, they sell turkey right. tags in yeah. the fall and yeah. shoot them. Yeah, it's not but the same. It ain't yeah. like one yeah. blowing your face I, off. I think, to me, I think, honestly, <clears throat> I, there's something to me, like one of the biggest draws. I'm not going to say it's the only draw, because if you ask me to put my finger on the one reason that makes me love turkey hunting as much as I do, I don't think I could do it. There's so many different reasons, but... One of the biggest ones for me is I love, like, say, because to me, I didn't have a lot of fields to hunt in when I was growing up. Yeah. So all the turkeys I got on were in the timber. And I can remember when you finally, you know, like birds coming, birds coming, and then you find, you can tell he's getting close, but then you finally, it's like you, sometimes you hear a gobble, and that time when, when you hear the gobble, you catch movement at the same time, and you're like, yeah. oof, and you finally see him. Something about seeing that turkey doing his thing in the natural habitat, and at that time he has no clue you're in the world, and you're just watching him do his spring mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That is as addicting of any kind yeah. of drug that's yeah. out there. I would it's, think it's all it's beating them at their own game. And yeah. that's why I, I was having this conversation with uh, Will Lawrence, who works here. Um, there's always been that 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 saying down here, or I, it may be nationwide. I don't know, but you hear a lot down here. You don't shoot a turkey and strut. You know, that's or that used to be a thing. Yeah. You don't shoot turkey and strut. I've never had an issue with doing that. And this is my own just little thing I thought up in my head is I'll shoot a turkey and strut in a minute. And my reason for that is sometimes, you know, when you pop when you make them pipe up out of strut, they, you know, they aren't alerted. But sometimes when you, you know, they kind of 
stick their head up and they're kind of like, oh, what was that? And that kind of just breaks there. Well, the whole reason behind the whole not shooting a turkey and strut thing was because shot shells were nowhere near what they are now. Uh, agreed. Back in the day. Agreed. But you still see people doing that, and that's fine. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying don't do that, but me personally, why I I'll even kind of rather would not make them stick their head up because I like I like pulling the trigger and putting them out and them not ever knowing a thing in the world was wrong. Yeah. I can get that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like they complete, they come in, and the, the, them. I mean, they're strutting, they're gobbling, they're doing whatever, and then they just get, they get the lights cut off, and they never went nothing was going on. They was doing their natural thing. Yeah, that's no, that's why I, I, that's I what it. I yeah. like about. I, it. I totally get that. I do. I agree. And Jordan's right too. The whole reason behind that was because of the shotgun shells back then. And if you remember back in when you guys were growing up if you remember when we used to shoot a turkey you see us take off running to him like a bat oh like, yeah like, yeah like you would say a bat out of hell yeah and i still that, do and, that and that's for the same reason because back then you know you're shooting turkeys with two and three quarter duck loads or yeah. whatever and yeah majority of the time you run out there and put your foot on his neck and when he'd start flopping he'd break his own neck right and uh and, and i can remember years ago i may have talked about this on on here before but bob dixon uh, killed a turkey in Texas years ago and come walking back with the turkey and set it down and he's doing his little interview talking and you see the turkey's head pick up and Bob didn't even notice it and the turkey just took off running <laughs> and we never we never did catch him golly he was gone yeah. and all he did was knock him out yeah he yeah that out. doesn't happen these days not with not with the no, old no nowadays you PSS. either kill him rock dead or or you chase him down like Jordan does or like I do I can't I can't throw shade <laughs> at Jordan anymore I ain't saying nothing I, I miss him yeah I ain't I ain't saying I miss nothing. Him. Look, I've always said that's why you got more than one bullet in that gun. Yeah, yeah don't, keep shooting. Do not get. I'm never gonna ever shoot a single shot gun. Mm. I, I miss too much. I'm. That's why I, I closed the season after that stretch at Tommy's. I had a gun that held three shells instead of two. Yeah. Because I just nope. I got one that holds five. <laughs> well, it's a it's 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 a big bird. Yeah. Um, it doesn't take much to kill him if you hit them right, but it also with the with the loads we're shooting and the patterns are shooting today it doesn't take much to miss them either yeah and like you said when you when you alert one and he knows something's up you know from the time you pull that trigger and i know most of these shells we're shooting today are shooting 15 1600 feet a second but you know you're shooting a pattern as big as your fist and if that turkey moves three inches to the left or to the right you smooth missing mm-hmm. smooth missing especially close distance yeah so been there done that Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it again. I missed, I missed one in a wide open field with a red dot. Let that sink in. At 32 steps. Just think about that for a minute. Just think about it. You must have had your eyes crossed or something. Just, or the red dot wasn't on. Had, you just won't up to say, I, I forgot to turn my red dot on. black magic voodoo over me. You I probably had straight. a sun flare in there and thought the red dot was on, but really the red dot wasn't. And you put that sun flare right on that turkey's head and you pulled it, because you didn't even touch him. Do you know those kind of misses you have when so, you know someone says, what happened? And you go, I have no idea. You know when you come close to them, they, they have a reaction. Yeah. You, know, you shot that turkey and he didn't even, he did, he's like, hmm? Yeah, I, I, when you, if you ask me how I missed that turkey, I, I, I have no idea. Most people don't. Last thing I remember is I had that, that red dot was at the base of his neck. What's the one thing everybody says, especially in, in this group or even, you know, outside of the industry and people turkey hunting, when they shoot in the miss of turkey, they turn and look at who's ever with them and they go, what happened? What happened? <laughs> we were talking We were talking the other day. Me, me and Jordan were watching some, some shows that are going to come out this spring. And I don't want to spoil anything just yet, but a particular hunter, not me, this because I, I, I did miss, but this is this was another person shot and they shoot. 
turkey flies off you, they jump up and they like take two steps and they turn around and look and that's whenever a turkey hunter shoots and then turns around looks bewildered and goes what happened it ain't never good that aired last night oh it did already air yes, it did. oh so it was wilbur so it'll be on this yeah. sunday too yeah, yeah. okay yeah Wilbur did the old swing. Wilbur used to, when he used to miss back in the day. He used to always say that turkey just don't know he's dead yet. He just yeah, he's got to catch up to him. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I've hey. missed him. Golly, I know I have. I'm talking about the ones that you think that joker right there is dead as a ham, and you pull the trigger and they just turn and run off, and you shoot at them again, and they turn and run off, and you shoot at uh. them again, and they fly off, and you think you're sitting there waiting. Okay, he's just gonna fall out of midair, and he just soars for about 200 yards, and you go back the next morning, he's on the other side to cut over. Yeah. Like good luck killing that one. Yeah. Yep. But it's it's a it's a game, it's a game that ha- comes with a lot of emotions, both high and low. But I wouldn't give it up for anything. It's the most competitive sport in the history of man. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're dealing with a critter that's scared to death of it. Everything's trying to eat them. Jordan's really trying to sell us on this. It's a competitive sport thing. I'm not saying it's wrong. I just think it's funny he's not, that committed not, to it. To well, it. here's the deal. Some people, it is. yeah, it's competitive against the other hunters, but it's no. me against that turkey. It is a competitive sport, and you and they got the home field advantage. <laughs> yeah, and, of course they do. And, yeah. and when you're playing at them with them at their home. It is a chess know, game. We've said this a million times, <laughs> and we'll talk about this in the seminar too. Is you, you yelp at one, and when he answers you, he knows the twig you're standing by. Yeah. 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 He knows it like the back of his hand. He lives there 365 days a year, and we're just visiting. It's like the most competitive checkerboard game you ever played at Cracker Barrel. It's I mean, not chess. I've seen you play checkers at Cracker Barrel one night. Lake just smoked you. you well, know, yeah, I never said I was good oh, at this game, but I'll enjoy playing. You know why he plays checkers at Cracker Barrel? Because he don't know how to play chess. <laughs> That's too so- sophisticated. Sophist- <laughs> too sophisticated. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm, it's I'm, a competitive it's, sport. <laughs> it's here already. It feels like deer season just closed uh, yesterday, which it kind of did, almost. Tell, tell one more thing on this competitive stuff. Okay. If your mind is not right, <clears throat> clear your throat. If your mind is not right when you step out of that truck, get your head in the game. If you if you're mentally weak that morning, you it's going something's going to go wrong. You've well, that, but that's why you got to hunt with a buddy that can that can, <laughs> that can that can that can that can fire you up. You've got to have a mentor in turkey hunting. Listen, I've been, gonna, I've been and through. I got to ask you because you problem with you is you like to go by yourself and not tell nobody when you're going, and you have nobody there to help fire you up. I mean, is is it a mental thing? Is it that mental for you? I just don't want nobody to know where I'm going. Where? Yeah, that's yeah. You know my favorite thing, my favorite story of Jordan's, and I know we've told this before. It's and, one of my least favorites. No, stories. this is my best one of him is when he bought that gun for Jesse, his wife, and he talked about all this stuff of her killing the turkey, blah blah blah, and he left early from here one day. You remember that? I remember very well. Yeah, I'm 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 going home and see if I can't find a turkey for Jesse tomorrow morning because she really wants to kill one with a new gun, and then that afternoon you get a text of Jordan with a dead turkey. Hey, here's the extra like part of I that story. Like I said about this game. And left his wife at the house. Okay, here's the other I, extra part I about be, that story. I, I begged let, her to go. Oh, I had gosh, been, I know better I had that. been up since 3 a.m. that morning. Yeah, I know. Drove back from Starkville. I get in, and Jordan says, hey, do you mind going and filming Wilbur this afternoon? I really want to go home and eat supper with Jesse. That is a fact. <laughs> that is a fact. Oh, that's just Hey, Jordan, is that not true? I did eat. You talk about being punked. You got punked on yeah. that deal. So I, Jordan I, won't call me to go turkey hunting or ask me to do something. And I'm talking like this. Is, this is up in like April, if I remember right. Like I'm exhausted. I've, I've, I promise, I'm not exaggerating. I've been up since 3 a.m. It was March the 19th. Okay, sure. Either way, I've been up since 3 a.m. At 3:45 in the afternoon. 
There's one I left here. Yeah. I need. Will you go film wherever I really need to go? I really need to go eat supper with Jesse. And I went home and ate supper with Jesse. He ate supper with Jesse, and then he told Jesse, "I'm going to see if I can't roost a turkey for you in the morning." If I had phone service, I'd call her right now. You ain't got to call she'd her. Say, yes, he I tried to get me to go. I've heard her rendition heard of the story of doesn't come out it quite does, the same. It does not match yours. The, and, the story that I hear is that she tried to get him to stay and help clean the kitchen, and he said no. I got to go before it gets dark. I'm I a roost see, a turkey I tried for in to the get her to go is the bottom line story and i get out the truck i out a turkey guy we don't care about I that take part. a gun we don't I care about that part. why did you take a gun Nobody why couldn't you just it. let the turkey go to roost and because say, i'm gonna bring my wife back here in the morning and if she can't come i'll call my friend lake and or troy hey and we can yeah. go video it. because then it was that too then it was i'm gonna go see if i can find a turkey for yeah. jesse hey, he knew hey, that turkey was hey, there we are on probably public, got 20 trail cameras down that road we are on public land in mississippi nobody if cares the, if the irrelevant. turkey presents himself as killable you go kill him it's mm-hmm. irrelevant to the story I'm so glad. relevant to the stories. I mean, I ain't heard a turkey in there for the last two years since then. Yes. Yeah, goes a little back bit of karma. To, goes back to what I said on the last podcast. If you're gonna be a turkey hunter, you got turkey hunter. You got to have two things: a good job and a good wife. And evidently, you got a real good wife because you shot her turkey. I got, got both. A, got a that's tolerant wife. Wrong. I got good. But friend. that's gonna come back to haunt you. It already did. He already said he ain't heard one in there in two years. It came back to me <laughs> last year. I hunted 33 days in a row in Mississippi and did not kill a turkey till the very last day. Your, right. mind, your mind wasn't right. No. We're gonna we're gonna release a uh we're gonna release this is gonna be a uh an I don't know if you call it excerpts from the podcast, but we're gonna we're gonna release a small series of uh motivational speeches from Jordan for turkey hunters to listen to as they drive down the road. I have had to give you several motivational speeches. Why do you think I'm in, saying it's a good idea? Enlightening moments for the turkey hunter. <laughs> Get your butt out that truck and go kill that son. <laughs> now for the rest of this drive what i want you to do is pull up your music streaming app and listen to acdc until it's time to walk gotta out and get you fired up man gotta get you fired up <laughs> and welcome to the jungle is my main go-to by guns and roses strangely it's either welcome to the jungle or jordan and i either listen to welcome to the jungle or my heart will go on by celine dion no last time i we were coming from we were turkey hunting when we were coming home y'all were singing that song from the uh, ice Frozen. Frozen. Let, Let it go. go. Ice, Let frozen, it go. Whatever it is. What, and I got that on video that's somewhere. That's what happens when the lake shoots at turkeys. I'm not holding I'm not holding back we, anymore. Where did we come from that? Kansas. Yeah. They were coming from Kansas. We go. But Celine Dion, my heart will go on. That's 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 the jam that's a lot more, of times. Yeah. That's more of the deer hunting deer hunting song, but it does go with turkey too. Anyhow. Uh man, whoo, we've been talking for an hour. Okay, it's time to wrap this thing up. Um new products nwtf come by and see us thursday friday saturday this year stay tuned for more turkey podcast as always if you have any questions topics you want us to cover send it into the primo's facebook page the primo's instagram page you can send it to my instagram page uh you've been practicing this yeah i got it down pat so yeah do that troy's got a facebook page troy has a facebook page you don't ever get on it though jordan's instagram i just get on it and watch y'all everybody i don't know what else to do yeah. So anyhow, you get between the Primos page and then mine, Jordan's, and Troy's pages. If you have something you want us to answer, talk about, get it to us. We'll 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 get it seen about. Um, yeah, that'll do it. Thank you for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.